Hey babes, and welcome to the Hey Love Bug podcast. I'm your host, Sierra Brooke with Sierra Brooke Photography, and this is my little corner of the podcast world where we will dive into all things weddings, elopements, education, and community. I'm a traveling photographer based out of Central California who's obsessed with all things love. With each episode, I hope to provide education on the wedding industry that can be beneficial whether you're newly engaged or a photographer looking to grow. Are you ready to hear all the goodies in store? If so, let's get to it. Hello, and welcome back to the Hey Love Bug podcast. Um, I'm Sierra, your host. Obviously, if you're watching this on video, you can see in the background that this is Sam. He's chilling with us today. But I'm super stoked on today's topic because I'm talking about imposter syndrome, um, which is, I feel like, a killer in regards to creatives kind of drowning um, in their creativity and stopping them from you know, living out their fullest potential and realizing that they're not an imposter in what they do. You know what I mean? But to start out, let's start with um, my current obsession. So at the moment, my current obsession is naps and self-care. I feel like we do not do that enough as creatives. And sometimes it feels like we can't catch up and realizing it's because we're literally spreading ourselves way too thin. So as simple as that might sound in regards to like, oh, naps and, you know, rest. What? Weird. Why is that an obsession? It is. It's my obsession because I feel like we're trained in this hustle mentality, which I mean, I it's like a hit or miss on if people are a fan of like hustle culture or not. I currently, I am indifferent about it. I feel like, I feel like hustling to the point to where like you're broken down and burnt out are really um, fatal. Is that the right word for it? I think fatal is the right word because then you're not showing up authentically and you're not showing up as your best self and you're not showing up for your clients to your fullest potential. So current obsession, naps, self-care, rest, prioritizing yourself and your mental health, all of those things combined, boom, bang. Anyway, Let's dive into imposter syndrome. So what is imposter syndrome? Okay, I looked this up on Google. Imposter syndrome, according to Google, says imposter syndrome is loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. It's disproportionately affects high achieving people who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments. Many question whether they're deserving of their accolades. So what the heck does that mean? (laughs) In my definition, basically this is saying it's a thought process that creates this idea in your head that you're either not good enough, um, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, you're terrible at your job, everybody hates you, um, and it just feeling like an overall imposter in your own career, in your own creative field, in your own business, which is why it's called imposter syndrome, you know what I mean? So that's how I would define it. And that's how I see it in my day-to-day life as a creative. It's just this like large monster who's continuously always leaning over your head saying like, hey, you're doing this wrong or you're not good enough or like, yeah, they tell you you're great, but secretly you're not like this isn't what you're supposed to be doing. And it's like, are those even true? Are those facts even real? Come on. This thought process is something that I feel like a lot of us creatives struggle with on the daily and don't even realize it's untrue. Like it's a complete lie that someone has sunk in 
in its way into our thought process and is halting us from creating our highest potential. To top that off, it's harming our clients too, because if we don't believe in our value and our work, then why would they? Like, think about that for a second. If you're creative and in the creative field like me, if I don't believe in my work and I don't believe that I'm showing up as my best self for my clients and I don't believe that I'm creating superb content for my clients, then what? <laughs> then then why would they want to believe that? Like, why would they think that? Why would they book me if I don't even believe in myself? You know what I mean? Like, if we're not showing up for ourselves and we're not believing in ourselves and we don't have the thought process and backing up why why we're pricing what we're pricing, why we offer what we offer, why we talk about what we talk about, why we niche down on what we niche down. Like, if we don't have the definition and the basically like the foundation of why it is the way it is, and we feel like an imposter in why it is the way it is, then why would we ever attract ideal clients who want to book us? Like, think about it that way, guys. If if you can't wrap your head around the fact that you are good enough, think about the fact that if you don't think you're good enough, why would your clients think you're good enough? Why would they book you? You know what I mean? So that's definitely something to take away and think about. Now, if you're still trying to figure out what imposter syndrome is in itself, um, let me give you some quick examples from this book I've been reading. It's called... We Should All Be Millionaires by Rachel Rogers. This is, (laughs) you guys, this book is so phenomenal. I first learned about it. I think I learned about it on TikTok, if I'm not mistaken. I watched a TikTok about it, but it is so good. I could get into something completely separate from like a whole another podcast, just going over how amazing this book is. But I'm just going to give you some quick things that she gave as examples of imposter syndrome. Um, So let's see. Winning a prestigious award, but secretly believing it was just a fluke. You probably didn't realize or you didn't really deserve it. And something like this will definitely never happen again. Okay, so that was the first one. Also apologizing if you can hear the dogs barking in the background. Um, Constantly delivering high quality work to your boss, receiving praise or even a merit-based bonus, but quietly believing that you don't really know what you're doing and one day they'll find out. So basically like if you're receiving a raise and you don't think that you're good enough for that raise and they're like, ah, oh, they're going to find out I'm an imposter. Like that's, that's what that means. I know I'm using imposter a lot to define imposter syndrome, but I just feel like that's the best word for it. Um, okay. So next one would be which I feel like this one goes for creatives, especially photographers, just because I can relate to this one. So it says working for free or undercharging for your services because you're terrified that you suck, quote unquote suck, at whatever service you're providing. So you figure if you only charge $15 instead of $1,500, then quote unquote, nobody can get mad at you when they realize that you suck. And she says in this, she says, this is the most batshit crazy nonsense, but so many of us women do this. It's wild, which is so true. Like we undercharge and then we over deliver and then they're in love with the process. And then somehow we still don't understand that we're worth what we, that, that we're worth more than what we charged. You know what I mean? It's, it's a thought process guys. Like it's rough. It's very, very rough. Um, in regards to imposter syndrome in general, She also says in this book, this is crazy to me, one study shows that due to imposter syndrome, 55% of self-employed women automatically discount their prices 
before the client even asks for a lower price. Let that sink in for a second. Before the client even asks for a discount, even asks for a lower price, we're already giving a discount because we just don't think we're good enough, which is crazy for me. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not high and mighty and invincible when it comes to imposter syndrome. I fall just like the rest of us, if not more. I am just now learning how to recognize it and nip it in the bud because like I said, I refuse to let it stop me from showing up fully and authentically for my clients. Okay. I want to be able to show my best self. I want to be able to show who I am at my core. I want to be able to be like, hey, this is me. I am worth this because I am this, 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 and this. I will get this, 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 and this done for you. I will check it off your list. I will over over deliver and just go above and beyond because I am good at my job and I deserve everything that's coming my way because I work hard for it. You know what I mean? Like it's a thought process that you really have to retrain your mind to start believing, but it's totally worth it to put in the effort to retrain your mind. So with that, here are some exercises. I also took a couple of things from the book as well, but these are exercises that I've thought about as well and that I practice within my day-to-day life. Um, so realizing that I'm not crazy, <laughs> let's start there. That imposter syndrome is a real thing and then I am not alone in feeling this way. I would bet money that at some point in everyone's lives, they have experienced imposter syndrome. They just don't put a name to it. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of people out there who feel this on the daily but they don't have a name for it because I feel like we just now started to put a name to imposter syndrome. At one point, it was just like not feeling good enough or, you know, not thinking that you're doing or what you're doing or not thinking you're supposed to be where you're supposed to be. But now we have an actual word for it. And guys, it's called imposter syndrome. So next exercise would be track your wins. Keep tabs on the positive things in your clients and things your clients say. Keep tab. Let me rephrase that, guys. Stumbled over my words a little there. Keep tabs on the positive things your clients say. Screenshot reviews and save them to a folder in your phone. I do this, guys. I do this and it is game-changing. This is a tangible way to remind yourself that what you're doing means something to not only you, to not only the world, but to your clients as well. You are photographing. If you're if you're a photographer, if you're creative, in general, but specifically if you're a photographer, you are documenting the most monumental time in these people's lives and what you're doing matters and you are the exact right person to be doing it, okay? So screenshot reviews, screenshot text messages, screenshot sweet Instagram posts that your clients put up with your pictures, save them to a folder on your phone and when you're feeling like a fraud, when you're feeling like you're not where you're supposed to be, go to that folder, read through them, focus on them, set it as your lock screen because those things matter and you matter. Okay. Okay. Let that one sink in. That one's my favorite. Next one would be link up with other creatives that feel the same and support each other in the wins and the losses. Okay. So create and cultivate a community of people who have your back, who also deal with these same things. Because like I said, I'm willing to bet hard money that everybody deals with this at one point in their lives, okay? That everybody goes through imposter syndrome, that everybody feels like a fraud, that everybody 
reacts in certain ways to different situations and thinks that they shouldn't be doing what they're doing and they're not giving enough. Everybody goes through this. You're not alone. And these are just a few things that you can do to improve and defeat against imposter syndrome. If none of that resonated with you, let me personally remind you that you are right where you're supposed to be at this present moment in your life, okay? You're exactly where you're supposed to be. (laughs) Even if it doesn't feel like it, if it feels like you're behind, if it feels like you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, all that good stuff, You're literally right where you're supposed to be, okay? Take a breath. Let that soak in. If you are interested in diving deeper into tackling imposter syndrome, however, I have dropped a quick little PDF in the show notes of this episode. This was just a short and sweet chat about imposter syndrome. But if you want to dive deeper into tackling it and kind of work through it, click that PDF, fill it out, work through it, screenshot it to me, message me, be like, hey, this helps so much. Or be like, hey, this didn't help. I don't know. (laughs) Just let me know what you think. Um, And as always, I love y'all so much. And it would mean the world to me if you could rate and review this podcast. Let me know your thoughts, screenshot it, share it to your story, you know, all the things. Again, this is just a quick and dirty chat about imposter syndrome, things I've learned, things that helped me along the way. And I just love you guys so much. I will catch you on the next one. Bye.